Hopefully they remember how to do this. Welcome back to the Dark Twisty Pod, where we give you advice from people who need advice themselves. I'm Nikki. And I'm Esther. And I guess what's changed since the last time is our last names. Uh (laughs) Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah. So, um, we dropped off the face of the earth, and I think a lot of you know why, if you've been keeping up with us on social media. In our last episode, I think, was you giving the details of your engagement. Yes, yes. And we had planned to do some podcasts through our engagements, but... I was engaged for three and a half months, and Esther was engaged for... Two months. Two months, and it just... There was so much to do in such short periods of time that we just couldn't keep up with the podcast during that time. And there were so many times where we were like, oh, let's just record, let's just do it, let's just drop all our responsibilities and just record, but we really couldn't. We had to prioritize, and I think that falling off the face of the earth... We, like, as much as we didn't want to, but, like, it's expected. Like, when you get married, when you go through a new stage in your life, like, you know what happens? When we were going to college at the beginning, we also missed a couple episodes because we were so overwhelmed with the new things that was going on. You have to, like, get into the swing of things. But guess what? We're in it. We're We're back. We're better than ever. You guys, we're going to be posting every single day on the Dark Twisty. We're going to be posting all the time on the Dark Twisty TikTok. Those are all going to be linked down below, and you guys can keep up with us there because now... We are bored. <laughs> and we live really close together. So we're gonna we have like a whole schedule planned out. And we do like great. brunch and record and then you know how we So end. that's the other thing that's changed is that now we can actually record together because before we had to record from two different states and edit it together and now we're just we're live. We're here together. <laughs> it's very exciting. We're really, really pumped. Okay. So So I think what we decided we're going to do with this episode is just kind of catch you guys up on life because so much has changed for both of us. Like we just said, Esther moved out of Florida and she's, you know, in, in New York now and I'm back living in the city and obviously living with my husband and, you know, and then we'll talk a little bit about our weddings. I went to Hawaii on my honeymoon. So we'll talk a little bit about that. So um, who should go first? Well, your wedding was first. So, so I feel I'll start like with my engagement first. Start talking about your engagement and then we'll go to my well, engagement. Well, if you guys don't know, if you haven't been keeping up with us, uh, me and Esther got married 11 days apart. So <laughs> it's just like classic on the run with us. So, I mean, people really do know about my engagement because we had a little bit more time to discuss my engagement on the podcast. But... You know, for me, my engagement, there was a lot of work that went into it because I planned just about everything, right? So I picked the venue, I found the photographer, I found the videographer, I found the hair, the makeup, the band, like I did everything. I mean, at Nikki's wedding, I was sitting with the other bridesmaids and I was like, I honestly don't know how she did it. Because again, I was getting married 10 days later, 11 days later, so I knew what it entailed to be doing a wedding. But she literally planned every single detail of her wedding. I... Pretty much didn't do anything for mine. <laughs> I, like, my parents took care of everything. But, like, I was like, Nikki should be a party planner. I think that she it, would be amazing. <laughs> I worked really hard on this wedding. And we'll talk about the wedding a little bit after the engagement process. But we did get questions just about the engagement process. So if you guys have, like, specific questions that you're wondering about, because I did plan all of those things, you know, I do know a lot about it. So I can really help. Um, the engagement process for me felt great because... Me and Isaac had been in a relationship for five years and like, you know, it's hard to have your family take you seriously when you're just in a relationship for five years. And the second we got engaged, like it really did change the relationship, which is so funny because a lot of people will say like, you know, like what's the point and get, it really does change the relationship. And it was just great for us. I loved being engaged. I love being married even more, Um, (laughs) but what else can I say about my engagement? I was just trying to think about like, in what way did your relationship 
change and engagement points. I mean, I know that the family took you more seriously. Yeah. And, like, you were just, it was more like, oh, you're engaged, so, like, you guys go to things together, you guys are together, like, it's it just, more acknowledged. Yeah, I think that's how the relationship changed, and I think just for us, you know, for me, I got very nervous in the uncertainty of not being engaged yet, because also, um, Isaac just started a job, he actually started, like, two weeks ago, that is very, very intense, right? So, it, he's still in training, so he gets home at, like, six, but he'll probably be getting home, like, two, three in the morning. He works every single day. So we're Jewish. He can't work Saturdays, but he works Saturday nights. He works Sundays. He's going to be working every single day. Um, the good days, he could be coming home at like 11, but most days he'll probably be coming home two, three, four. There'll be days where he'll just come home, shower, and go back, right back into the office. So for me, it was very nerve-wracking not knowing if we, when we were going to be getting engaged, when we were going to be getting married, because I was like, you know, this big thing is coming up. He had had the job already. He hadn't started, but I'm like, this big thing is coming up and I don't know where our relationship is going to stand when that happens. And now it's like, okay, even if he's coming home at three o'clock in the morning, we live together he's coming and he's home. coming home to my bed. So like, it, it's a very comforting feeling. So I think that that really helped like just solidify our relationship. Just like for me to know that like, okay, this is it. Like we're in it for the long run now. Like this is life, you know? And it's crazy because you guys have been dating for five years and you knew that you were committed to each other, but it's a different level of commitment. And it also adds a different level of excitement because it's like, you're no longer his girlfriend. You're his future wife. Like he is choosing you. (laughs) You are choosing him. And like, it's just, yeah. it's crazy. Like, it's it's beautiful. Wow. And the reason I think we should talk a little bit more about your engagement is because, for as the podcast knows, like, it went from not even knowing that Esther was seeing somebody because in the community that Esther is in, it's not really public until you get engaged. So it went from, like, Esther is not seeing anybody, nobody knows anything about Esther, to Esther is getting married in two months. So let's talk <laughs> a little bit about your engagement. Okay. I don't even know where to start or what to do, but um, I have to say, like, the way that my relationship changed with my husband when we got engaged, it was very different because the whole dating system and the dating process is very logical and it's based off of like what makes sense, do our values align, do we want to bring up our kids the same way, can we, obviously do we get along, do we like each other, but it's it's very logic based because as you know when you date you don't, I mean in my community, you don't touch um, and there's a very big aspect of the relationship that's physical and you don't get to experience that until you're married. So when we got engaged, um, we actually were able to be more of ourselves than we were by dating because by dating, everything is very calculated. You're like, you know, you want to have these conversations like, are you okay with this? And does this work for you? And how do you feel about certain things that could possibly come up? But then when you're engaged, you're committed to each other, you know, you're getting married. So it's like, we can, I can be the full extent of myself. So I always like joke with my husband. I'm like, do you even know who you you got engaged to? I was probably like so calm and sweet and nice. And then we get engaged and I'm like a (laughs) raging psychopath crying all the time. She also had two months to plan a wedding. Yeah. So, so, you know, I was extra hormonal and I was just like, everything was so crazy. Like it was just, I didn't know how to deal with the exhaustion. Like my whole life, you know this, I never slept. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you remember that? Oh my God. My dad used to make this joke about Esther. Like if Esther would be driving me somewhere, I'd be like, Esther, she hasn't slept since May 16th of 2007. (laughs) Like I used to never sleep. And so I knew how to function without sleep. And then all of a sudden I did sleep when I was in Florida for the year. I was going to bed every night at 9 PM, waking up at 5 AM. That was my schedule. And I loved it. And like, I was getting my full night's sleep. So when I got engaged and I had two months of literally no sleep because I was driving to and from Brooklyn every single day, making time to see my future husband and doing all the errands and doing all the shopping and doing all the schlepping 
thing. Like it was so much that I wasn't sleeping and I was so sleep deprived. And because, you know, when you're so busy, you forget to eat. And like the first, it's so crazy because the first thing that goes out the window when life gets busy is your health. And that's the one thing that should not go out the window because then you're not healthy. How the heck do you function? You so I was not functioning during my engagement. I'm not going to lie. Um, but it was a very special time like that I got to just, you know, spend time with my future husband mm-hmm. and really get to know who he is. And it was just, I loved it. It was really nice, um, but very stressful. I would not do it again. <laughs> yeah. So now I guess it's time we talk about the wedding. So I got married on June 9th on probably one of the hottest days of the summer. It was like the most humid, like heat stricken day. And my wedding was completely outside. And it was supposed to rain. Oh, that was dramatic. Yeah, it was supposed to rain, and I was supposed to have an outdoor ceremony, an outdoor chuppah, so, um, and I wasn't willing to compromise, and they were like, well, you know, we want you, we, you can move it here, here, and I'm like, I'm not doing any part of this wedding indoors. I want to have a completely outdoor wedding. That's what I want. That's what I've always wanted. That's why I chose this venue. Like, that's what's going to happen. So, the actual wedding was in a tent, but... If we moved where the ceremony was into the tent, then we'd have to move a different part at the beginning of the wedding, which is called the Bedeckin. Um, and we would have to move that part. And it was just like a whole dramatic situation. And I was being very, very stubborn. And they were, so they told me, you know, if you just do this, the beginning part, which we could post a video of it when we get it on um, Instagram, the Bedeckin, is that if you could just do that part inside, we can do everything else outside. We can do the the, the ceremony, the chuppah under the clear top tent, which for me was like, okay, that's basically outside. So now imagine it's one of the hottest days and you're basically in a giant magnifying glass because it's a clear top tent. So, um, and it like traps the humidity. Yeah. It was like literally in a giant magnifying glass, you know? So, um, we, you know, we did it. It was, it was so funny because there was a point where Isaac was tearing up, but he was sweating so much that you could only see his sweat. You couldn't see his tears, you know, (laughs) and his mom had to keep like sneaking him like a, like a tissue underneath to like dab his sweat off. It was, um... Yeah, it was, but it's so funny because people say, you know, something's going to go wrong on your wedding day. Like something's going to go wrong. I just didn't feel that way. I felt like everything just went so perfectly. Everything went exactly how we wanted it to go. Like it was really just an amazing special day. Like we had such a good day together. We got beautiful pictures, which we're getting on Thursday. We're getting Ooh. our pictures on Thursday. And, um, and I can't wait to share those to the Dark Twisty Instagram, to share it to my Instagram. But it was amazing. And we... Got to the hotel at like 2 a.m. My blush was still on. That's how amazing my makeup artists were. Like, my blush was still on. I got my makeup done maybe at 10 a.m. My blush was still on at 2 a.m. After literally like sweating through, like, we had crazy dancing. It was just like my photographer actually, she had never been to a Jewish wedding before. And I say that Jewish weddings are crazier because, first of all, in typical Jewish crowds, we're a little bit younger. So let's say like a a more non Jewish crowd, like the crowd's usually a little bit older, so it's a little bit more tame. And also, Isaac just has a wild group of friends. Like, he really, really does. So, like, my photographer came up to me and she said, this is the single craziest life event I've ever been to. Wow. That's what she said. It was just, like, it was just a crazy, it was so fun. It was so, so much fun. We had such a good time, like, everybody together. And it was just, like, we still talk about it, like, every second to this day because how obsessed we are. Like, it was just, it was an amazing time. I want to say from my perspective, like, the day, besides for the fact that the venue was literally trying to do everything they can to make everything perfect like Nikki forgot to bring peanut butter and honey for her oatmeal that day and like she asked them like do you by any chance have a little bit like she didn't think they would or like if they did have like would they be able to give it to her it took them two hours to bring it because they were looking so hard but they found peanut butter and honey and they brought in cute little serving dishes the guy said to me if you want me to go to Starbucks for you I'll go to Starbucks 
Yeah. If you need Starbucks, I'll go get it. I don't care. Like, they were so... I had a lady who followed me around the entire... I, I literally, like, this is ridiculous. She followed me around the whole day. She held my flowers for me. She held my veil for me. She held my train for me. She came with me to pictures. She did... Gave you was water? Nelly. She was... She gave me water. I was... Okay, it might have been one of the hottest days, but I was so hydrated the entire night. My pee was clear. <laughs> and I want to say, like, I really think that that should be a necessity for yeah. every single bride to have at their wedding because it's always so stressful when you need water and you have to, like, ask someone to go get you water as opposed to having someone right there with you who's just handing you water. Like, yeah. it was just, it just reminds you to drink because you're not, again, you're not thinking about yourself. So, like, how do you... I could not eat that day. Like, it's crazy. Smidge. How about you? So... For my wedding or yeah. for your wedding? <laughs> um, no, so I just want to say, like, about your wedding, like, it was just such a wholesome experience. And, like, honestly, I've never, like, Nikki was glowing and she was the glowing bride. But I've never, ever seen a groom glow <laughs> as much as Isaac glue on that day. Like, it was actually crazy just to see the amount of joy that both of them had. And, like, everybody at that wedding was there purely for them. And, like... There was just, it, you felt it. You literally just felt the amazing energy. I think energy. it was like a kid in a candy store. Like <laughs> it was crazy. Tell them what you told me about on your way to pictures. Oh, 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 this is so funny. So I drove Isaac to the pictures and Isaac and Nikki, basically a week before the wedding, they're not allowed to see each other anymore. So the pictures was when they first got to see each other. So Nikki's mom drove her and I drove Isaac to the pictures. And so we're sitting in the car and like, we're talking about a lot of different things. Isaac would not shut up about Nikki. Every <laughs> single thing he was saying was about Nikki. Oh, and her job and oh this is so good and yeah Nikki said that and that's why and it was so cute I was like it was a 25 minute ride and I was like I heard this all from <laughs> Nikki but like it was adorable it was honestly beyond um so about my wedding I would say that I had a lot of stress leading up to the wedding and I was like you know I was really excited for the wedding but I didn't know what to expect and you don't know like the way things work and who's going to come get me and who's going to do this and how am I going to drink my coffee and like it was just so stressful oh, and <laughs> I slept by Esther the night before her wedding which by the way mind you I had been married for less than two weeks right and I'm like bye Isaac enjoy we've been married for 10 days okay I'm going to slip by Esther's house <laughs> it was it was honestly a level of devotion so I went to Esther and the next morning I'm like we are getting our oat milk lattes from Dunkin it's the best thing you could get at Dunkin so I walked to this really sketchy Dunkin', mind you. It was really, really sketchy. And they're out of oat milk. First of all, I ordered it online. They didn't complete it. Why? Because they're out of oat milk. They're like, do you want whole milk? I'm like, I know Esther's not going to want whole milk. So I'm like, I took it because I didn't know what to do with it. And I felt bad saying no. And I had already paid for it. So I just took it. But I'm like, Esther's not drinking this. So then we stopped at another Dunkin', right? On our way there, your dad yeah. went to go get Dunkin'? Or we stopped no, at you Dunkin'? stopped at another one and then my dad went yeah. after. And then your cousin stopped at one. Yeah. Two. Moral of the story is that none of the Dunkins in the area had oat milk, and Esther probably had a heart attack. Uh, she, she had a meltdown. I'm like getting my makeup done, and I'm like, I will be obnoxious in 0.3 seconds if I don't get coffee in my system. Yeah. Mind you, I slept two hours the night before my wedding. Oh my god! No, no, no! Not only did Esther. Okay, at four o'clock in the morning. Do you guys know what Kugel is? If you're Jewish, you know. If you're not Jewish and you don't know what a Kugel is, it's like a it's, mush. <laughs> it's like potato. It's just a fattening, greasy potato mush. Okay. And it's like mashed potatoes, but greasier, okay? Yum. <laughs> crispier, exactly. So I, at first, Esther's like texting her brother, bring me Kugel in bed. I'm like, Esther, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. You're getting married. The next day, you're going to regret this. Okay, she was like, I'm going to the bathroom. Esther comes back. I hear, I'm like, Esther, what are you doing? She's like, no, for I'm like, spit out the Kugel. <laughs> I Google 4 a.m. 4 a.m. the night before Esther's wedding. We got up at 6.30, 4 a.m. 
she's eating kugel. I'm like, what are you going to do? <laughs> we have pictures. We'll send you yes. a picture. We'll send you. We'll, we'll send, send you. you. <laughs> we'll, we'll post tomorrow's pictures. Anyways, my wedding was beyond magnificent. Everything was perfect. Everything was beautiful. Like, the day was just so special. I really took the time to, like, first of all, I surrounded myself with the best people. Nikki and my other cousin were there with me for the whole day. Isaac was um, there eating Chinese food. Isaac was there eating Chinese food. The best Chinese food. I wish I could have eaten that Chinese food. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, it was just, like, everything was perfect. Even, like, my makeup artist, my hairstylist, like, all the people that I chose for the day were very calming and, like, high-energy, nice people. And I did that because I am a crazy person and I will have a meltdown if someone else is obnoxious. So I just, like... My team was amazing. My photographer was amazing. Like, thank God everything just really worked out to the best. And I felt there were, like, it was, like, so many people there. And, like, it was just beautiful to, like, be able to celebrate with all the people that mattered to me. And, like, to be able to just dance the night away and not worry. I mean, like, my dress was kind of a disaster at the end of the night. Like, not the end of the night. The minute the dancing started, um, it was so long that I kept tripping on it. So I literally tied it up in a bunch of knots. Mm-hmm. Like I was that bride that like her dress was tied up in like knots Pony and ponytails. And, knots. Yeah. and I have to just say, so I actually, unfortunately, I ended up, okay, Esther's wedding started at three o'clock. I assumed it would end by 10, right? Yes. Yeah. You know, three to 10. 10, 10 o'clock, 10, 15, people are dancing strong on the dance floor. This wedding is not ending anytime soon. I had to catch a flight to Hawaii at 6 a.m. the next day. So I unfortunately had to leave and it was like devastating for me. I'm like, how am I not making it to the end, end, end of Esther's wedding? But people were not letting up. Like people were going strong. Like they were dancing the night away. It was just lit. The music was, was only booked lit. till 10 p.m. And they kept going. They just kept going. Yeah. That is crazy. Did they charge you extra for that? Um, I, I don't know, but I don't think so. That's crazy. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I was like, I'm like, I need to be here until the very, very end. But like, I, I literally couldn't be because I had to catch my flight and I was with Esther the whole day and the whole night and I'm like, I need to catch a flight. And it was just like, it was just so crazy that the energy, like the people that love Esther, like they give so much love to Esther because she gives so much love to them. Like, you know what we always say, like what you put in the universe, the universe gives back to you. And like, it was just so felt in that wedding, in that dancing, like, I'm sorry, the men's side looked nice, but the the woman's side, that was like, like next level. Like Isaac was like, I wanna be here. So I was saying, I was actually, I don't know if I told you this yet, but I was saying that like, it's so stressful when you go to a wedding that has a very small crowd because you feel so much pressure mm-hmm. to like dance and like be there because if you leave the dance floor, you it's noticed because there's so few people there. And again, there's something really special about like small and intimate weddings. And I always thought that I would want a small and intimate wedding, but because there were so many people, like I knew that, th- yes, not everybody was dancing at every single moment, but I knew that when people were dancing, it was because they wanted to be, not because they felt pressure to be. Mm-hmm. And like, it just made me feel so much less pressure. Yeah. Cause I was like, I know that I'm not like, nobody's like being forced to be on the dance floor because mm-hmm. there's enough people and like everybody's just having a good time that like whoever's there is there, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, it was really nice. It just felt really nice. Also, I just want to say that at, at my wedding, I played a song specifically for Esther and the first like two minutes of the song, I couldn't find Esther. And then I heard, <laughs> I was in the bridal room. I was looking for her. I Everyone heard. Like, Everyone's like trying to dance with me. I'm like, no. It wasn't Esther. two minutes. It was literally 10 seconds because someone came to get me and I came running. I've never run so fast in my life. I ran. And it's so I funny because after the back one of Isaac's friends, like, why'd you play that song? That was like such an old song that like literally came out of nowhere. Like no one even knows that song. And I was like, that is mine and Esther's song. I played it for <laughs> Esther. And we all know 
though that truly both of our weddings were just mine and Nikki having one wedding together, but yeah. separate, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. We wanted two parties because we're both attention. Yes. Leaps. <laughs> <laughs> so we had two weddings. That's why there's two grooms, but really yes, it was both of our really, weddings to each other. Yeah, exactly. And now we're double married, so. And so I guess the last thing to talk about is my honeymoon. So I still didn't go on a honeymoon yet. <laughs> <laughs> but aren't you guys going to Colorado? Um, no, we're actually going to be going on a honeymoon. Yeah. Just not yet. Right. I'll explain when it's my turn. But okay, so I don't know if we spoke about this on the podcast, actually, but there was, like, a whole drama with my honeymoon because oh my God. Esther got engaged and she picked... She was debating between wedding days and because there's this thing in Judaism, it's called the three weeks, it's not really important, but you're not, you're not allowed to get married during the time and it's in July. So a lot of people... You either have to get married before or after. And Esther was looking to get married before. Now, I was supposed to go to Hawaii June 14th to July 22nd. And we had this beautiful hotel booked. Like, everything was, like, booked. Our flights were booked. We got Hawaii when it was, like, super cheap and, like, whatever. And then Esther's wedding came along. And it was like, nope, I'm going to be on the 20th of June. So we kind of had to um, switch our whole honeymoon around. Now, we got to stay two days at that really nice hotel. And I'm going to post a video on our... Um, Instagram of, of it and maybe I'll do something on TikTok also with it but it was beautiful like it had this whole outdoor patio space and like an outdoor shower which like was positive and negative because like you're literally when you take a shower outside at night like mosquitoes attack you know what I mean because yeah. you're like taking a shower outside and like it's also a little like creepy because like yeah you have privacy but it doesn't feel like you have privacy because like you're like naked outside <laughs> was that where the dog came to visit you yes so we'll get into that cute little doggy that was so cute but um so, and then we ended up, so we got to stay two days there, even though they only have, they have a three night minimum, but they were really nice to us because I explained the whole situation to him. And he was like, it's okay. You guys can stay here for two days. And then we went to another hotel, which was nice. It was, it was really fine. Wait, the, when you explained to them the situation, did you tell them that your wife is getting married 10 days later or that? I was like, <laughs> or that your best friend. I was like, my wife is getting married. So like, and then they were like, wait, but aren't you coming with your husband? And I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> the problem. He's like, I need to be there for like my other wedding. So like. <laughs> they were like, they were like, oh, classic, because you know it's America. Things like this happen. You know, <laughs> it's American things. Um, so we went to Hawaii. It was like literally a dream. The long story short is that even though Esther ruined my honeymoon, it was fine. <laughs> we paid over a thousand dollars extra to, to switch it, and it was okay at the end of the day. But you know what? The things you do. That's why Esther didn't get a wedding present from me. <laughs> She bought me a garlic crusher. <laughs> so the first day we got there, our flight actually got delayed. So we missed our connecting flight to Maui because we went to Maui. And then our luggage wasn't on that next connecting flight they put us on. It was Your on the- luggage? My, 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 <laughs> my luggage, my flight luggage wasn't on. I was so good. I thought you did that on purpose. I was like, no, what does luggage mean? I thought it was, it was like a like, thing. Like slang word? Yeah, luggage. I thought it was like, yeah. Well, <laughs> anyways, my luggage wasn't on the same flight as us. So it was on the next flight. So we had to wait in the airport until the luggage came. No. We lost hours in Maui. It was fine. You know, we went to our hotel. It was beautiful. Um, this like, the first day we're there, we're like outside getting ready for our day and this like dog just like comes up to us and I'll post a picture of me with her her name was Olive she was adorable we don't know who's her who her owner was we don't know where she came from I didn't know the name was Olive because she was wearing a collar and it said Olive and like she didn't look lost she looked like she was just like wandering around she literally came she tried to come into our hotel room we're like we don't know if we could smuggle you in here but like we sat outside with her we had our coffee with her um and that first day we did this coffee tour I don't need to go into like all the details about Hawaii because it was a long trip it was seven days but I'll tell you guys the best things we did this coffee coffee tour and if you guys ever go to Maui 
you can actually volunteer. We didn't know about this. You have to know about it because we paid to do a coffee tour. And like you get breakfast also in the tour. So like they give you, and then they like, they give you like a tour of their coffee farm. They teach you how to do it. They give you tons of coffee. And then they give you, disgusting. Esther's being noisy. Hold on. <laughs> and then they give you um like this farm table breakfast of everything that they like cook on their farm. This like vegetarian breakfast. It was awesome. So, um, we, we did this, but they actually told us once we were there that you can, you can, instead of paying to do the tour, you can volunteer to work on the farm for two hours and they'll give you food and coffee and everything, which like would have been so cool. But it was probably my favorite thing we did. We were loaded up with coffee and it was so funny because like towards the end of the tour, when they're like giving you more and more coffee to taste, the guy was like to me, he was like, you know, you're really keeping up well. Like you're, cause he said to Isaac, he was like, oh, I'm going to give you more like, bud, you know, Isaac's a big guy, you know, he's six feet. He's like 200 pounds. She's like, yeah, I'm going to give you more. And then he's like to me, like, you know, I'm surprised you're like really keeping up well. Like usually at this point of the tour, like the, you know, the like people who are coming along, like the, you know, like, you know, there's like the coffee drinker and there's the person who comes along. He's like, he's like, they usually give up by now. I was like, no, I'm the one who drinks coffee. I'm like, Isaac doesn't drink coffee. I'm like, this guy doesn't even drink coffee a day in his life. I'm the one who drinks coffee. He's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I don't usually make assumptions like that. It's just, you know, he's such a big guy and you're, you're, you're little. And I just, I assumed I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was so funny. It was just like a great experience. It's beautiful. Maui is like stepping onto another planet. Um, I also really loved, we did like, we uh, hiked the national park, Haleakalei Na National Park gorgeous like you're literally hiking inside a volcano you go hike all the way down to like hike up 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 it is very challenging but it was amazing I ruined my workout shoes there actually um it was an amazing experience and also my last favorite thing I think was there's like if you go to certain beaches there's like these little like rocks that form like kind of like pools full of ocean water now I don't like the ocean because I don't like waves they make <laughs> Esther's making so many <gasps> unnecessary noises. I don't know I'm what to sorry. Do. She can't handle the attention. I can't. Right I know. I need attention. <laughs> Someone talk to me, please. Please. So these like <laughs> these like pools form. Um. So what I don't like about the beach is that I don't like waves. You know, I don't like waves. So these rocks, basically, the waves crash into it, and then the water comes in, and you're just sitting in like still ocean water. And it was like, That's so sad. it was amazing. So uh, all in all, if you have any questions about Maui, we did a lot of really cool and fun things and I can definitely help you guys out with that. But Maui We're going to post like some pictures dream. as well. So yeah, I have tons of see. pictures and videos and I actually have a TikTok out about it, but I'll post it on the Dark Twisty uh, TikToks of videos of Maui. And yeah, it was just a great time. So my honeymoon is a funny situation because I just met my husband. <laughs> um, it's really just like we like... The general way of our community is that people wait a while and then go. Um, we happen to not be waiting for any... It's not because of a community thing. It's more just like we both haven't worked in two months. I took off the two full months of my engagement for my job and I'm broke as anything. Yeah. And um, my husband also was working a lot less because he was also so busy with wedding stuff and with me. So... Esther's <laughs> um, a full-time job in Exactly. Herself. Exactly. So we really didn't get too much done. Um... So we don't have any money right now. So we're going to save up for a little while and then we're going to go on our honeymoon, which will probably be because my husband is from England. So he does not, he's not allowed to leave the country right now while we're in the process of getting his green card. So we're either going to go to Hawaii or the Dominican if he's allowed to, Puerto Rico, Costa Rica, something like that. We're not sure yet. Um, but we're probably going to go to Hawaii 
and we'll ask Nikki and Isaac for all yeah, their tips. Yeah, Hawaii, it's like a dream. It's oh, literally a dream. Oh like people say, it's like stepping into Garden Eden, you know? Yeah. Which is actually the Garden Heaven. of Eden. The Garden, the Garden of Eden. Of Eden. And, and it is. It is. It really is. You know, it's really random. I don't really know if we should say this on the podcast, but I'm going to say it anyways. So someone said, like, if you, like, it's like a concept in Judaism that if you set up three people, you go straight to heaven. Yes. And, like, we all sin. Everybody's a bunch yeah. of sinners yeah, because that's just life. Like, we can't, there's no way we can keep all the laws. So everybody's a bunch of sinners and, like, everybody's going to go to hell. Mm-hmm. And, like, people were like, oh, my God, so just make three matches and, like, you'll go straight to heaven. And I was like, but if everybody else is going to be in hell, right. well, why I would I want to be in heaven? Personally, I don't believe in hell. Um, I do. I think hell has a bar and all the fun people. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So I'm going to try to stay there as long as possible. I was just like, let me be a really bad person. Okay. We have to talk about this on the podcast. And I know you haven't yet, but you haven't watched My Unorthodox, My Unorthodox Life yet. No, right? I Okay. I need to know what you guys think about it. I would love for you guys to write in if you've watched it. If you guys can please. I know it's sparked a lot of controversy over like the Jewish community. And I would love to hear what people think about it because... Personally, like me, and I, it's it's very interesting because, you know, my family was almost in a similar situation, right? Like, my mom left, kind of left the religion. I mean, not real, like, you know what I mean? And it's the same thing. Like, she has one daughter who's, like, modern Orthodox, which is what I am. And, like, it's just so, it's so interesting to hear about it because she paints it in such a negative light when it's, like, really not. Like, I'll just give an example for just for anybody. Um, there's for this, me because I have Yeah, for, this, for you. There's this gro- grocery store in Muncie that we go to. It's in the show. It's called Evergreen. You, can, you know, if you watch the show, you've seen it. And her daughter makes this big stink about, you know, I'm not going to go in because I don't want people to look at me today. And she's dressed, like, really provocatively, and she's like, I'm going to go in, whatever. And her daughter's wearing, like, jeans and a jacket, and she's like, you know, I'm not going to go in because I don't feel like being stared at today. Not only in the show, when you see them in the camera, not one person is staring at them. I personally go into that grocery store. First of all, I either go alone or I go with my dad. My dad is a religious man with a beard and a black hat and everything. And I go in jeans and no one looks at me. And I go in in pants all the time and no one looks at me. And they just paint it in like such a light and like... It's just, there's so many things that I dislike about it. And I don't want to say too much because I do want you to like watch it. Honestly, me and Isaac are not watching past two episodes. We watched it and that's it. Like it's too much for me and I can't handle it. But just, it's too much for me in the sense that like it's, there's so much wrong with it. And I would love to know what you guys, if you've watched it, what you think about it. Because I think this is like a really interesting topic that we could talk about. And if you're not Jewish, and we do have a lot of non-Jewish listeners as well. So if you're not Jewish, I'd be curious to know if you've watched it and if like, I mean, I, I'd be scared to tell you to watch it because I think there are so many things that are portrayed so wrongly in it. Um, but if you have watched it, I would love to just know what you guys are thinking of it. So again, I haven't seen it yet. I do plan to see it. Um, and I'm going to do probably watch it ASAP because I am curious and I want to get in on this dark, twisty controversy. Yeah. But I want to say that like in general, yes, there are a lot of people that have negative experiences with Jew, like with Judaism in the Jewish community. That's from people within or people from not in the community that have negative experiences. But there are so many people that have positive experiences too. Mm-hmm. So you always have to take everything with kind of like a grain of salt and be like, you know, this is one person's story and this is the way that they're painting it. And you said that it's filmed in like a reality TV kind of way. So if that's the case, you have to also understand it is a TV show. It's dramatized. Yes, it's dramatized. So again, I'm not saying these things don't ever happen. I'm not saying it's impossible. There's a lot of truth to every single thing that happens. But at the end of the day, it is also for the TV, for the public. It's you know reality TV. We all know The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. We all know how Mm -hmm. that's all dramatized. No. Oh, it's such a good season. The Bachelorette? 
Which one? The Katie? The Katie. It is such a good season. I started it and I wasn't <gasps> obsessed. Are you kidding? It's like the guys are so good this season. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch you it. I'm in middle it. of episode two, I think. No, you have to watch more. The okay. guys are so good this season, I can't. But either way, like <laughs> just keep that in mind when you are watching it and when you do formulate your opinion. Like I mean again, once well, I watch it and once we hear from you guys, like yeah, then maybe we we'll do a little, little discussion yeah, and we'll be able to I think one of my biggest issues with it is that it's very hard when you show something one way and you don't even discuss the other way. Like when they say like, I mean, not to be like crude or anything, but there's this part where she's like, where the assistant asks her, is there rules about sex in Judaism? And she says, rules about sex, there's rules even about what shoe to put on first. I'm like, yeah, there is a suggestion in life about in Judaism on which shoe to put on first. It's not a rule. It's not like if you don't put the shoe on right, you're going straight to hell. It's like, you know, I was discussing with Isaac, and the reason that we're getting... That was for the fun people. <laughs> the rule is to be like, you know, it shows you that you should have mindfulness in everything you do. It's not to be like, this is bad, and this is good, this is bad, and this is good. It's just be mindful in everything you do. It's just like... And in the show, it's only painted in like, bad, bad, bad. It doesn't show you any of the positivity, which is really, I think, hard for me as a Jewish woman. It's also, as I was saying before, like, I was saying this in a jokey way, that like, there's so many laws that you can't necessarily follow all of them, so... The way that it works is everybody's going to pick and choose. Like, mm -hmm. you know all the rules. You know, okay, yeah, there's guidelines for how to put on your shoes. There's guidelines for everything in, in relationships and intimacy and all those things. But at the end of the day, like, you're going to choose and do what works to you and what you find val what works for you and what you find value in. And the things that you and your husband want to instill in your kids, those are the things that you're going to enforce yeah. and you're going to put value in when you're raising your kids and you're bringing up your family. So if the shoe thing doesn't work for you, there's 50,000 other things to do. Yeah. And there's a lot of times, like, people will say, like, what should I do if I really just can't deal with this one rule and I can't, it's so hard for me and I never well, know I how to do this. We're talking about this in the next episode too. We are. But I'm just right. saying like, yeah. it's all just like, okay, if that doesn't work for you, there's so many other things you could work on. There's so many other things you could do. Like mm -hmm. one of the biggest things of Judaism is being a good person, being a kind person, being a helpful person, being a respectful person, being accepting and open and welcoming and loving and like, if you can't do the typical rules of putting on your shoes in the, in the right way, fine. Work on being a better person. Work on making this world a place that God would want to be in. You know, yeah. like it's just, there's a lot of, whatever. We'll talk so about Esther's, this more. Yeah, Esther's going to watch. I want you guys to write in to tell us what you think. Um, and I hope that we can all have like a nice open discussion here. That would be and, cool. And uh, I think that's it. We're going to wrap up this episode. Next episode, you guys, we're going to start answering questions again. So please resend in your questions. You guys, we have our anonymous submission form. It's linked down below. You can also DM us on Instagram. If we haven't answered any DMs on Instagram, they will all be answered now that we are back and better than ever. Um, and yeah, so our Instagram is darktwistypod. You can also email us your questions at darktwistypod at gmail.com. D-A-R-K-T-W-I-S-T-Y-P-O-D. Yeah, I still and, got uh, it. Oh, we love you guys so much, and we'll we'll talk to you next time. Bye.